Hi everyone, welcome to your True Place podcast. I'm Anna Christiansen and I'm sharing all about good habits that can create life of your dreams. I share openly on topics like how to stay fit in your mental, physical, spiritual and money areas of your life. And I'm sharing all about strategies that took me from living life of surviving to striving. Thank you for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your True Place podcast. And today I'm so excited to present you our guest, Nicola Charlotte. I'm so happy to have her today because she's a truly inspiration to all of us who would like to pursue our dreams, to live this freedom, uh, purposeful life, and do exactly what we want to do. Welcome, Charlotta. Charlotta is a mindset and business coach, a speaker and podcaster based in London. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here, and I'm very much looking forward to our conversation. So thank you again. Yes, well, I can't wait to dive in, into all these juicy topics about how to do it. <laughs> because we all have this, you know, big dreams and goals, but not so many people actually start living the lives that they dream about. Mm. I know that it's that this is not happened for you at one day. You used to work in the corporate world and having totally another life. Uh, before you started your own business. Mm. Can you please tell us a little bit more what brings you here into the service uh, business of becoming coach, serve others, changing lives? Uh, can you share your journey? Yes, definitely. So um, as you say, it's definitely been a journey. Um, I was someone you know, from a young age who never really knew what they wanted to do. Um, I wasn't someone who thought, oh, I'm going to be a doctor or I'm going to be a banker. I felt very kind of lost. And what I ended up doing was following the crowd and following what I thought would be successful or what I should do. So I lived my life from the perspective of what I thought I had to do in order to generate good amounts of money that would then give me the freedom that I wanted to travel, to do work that was impactful to um, feel kind of connected. You know, I really had this belief that it would be hard work um, for many, many years. That would then lead you to earning a good salary and then you could enjoy your time. And I remember one day in my last job, so probably three, three and a half years ago now, and I was sat um, in the office. It was a downstairs basement office. So below uh, ground level, no open windows. And I got a call from one of my clients. So I used to work in sales and marketing, looking after kind of global household brands, helping them with their marketing campaigns. And I got a call from one of my clients who was really angry. And I suddenly panicked, you know, that feeling when your heart drops and you think, oh my goodness, have I done something wrong? Have I missed a deadline? Um, you know, I very much thought that I'd done something. And the reason why she was so angry was because the campaign that we had planned for the launch of this product in a national supermarket chain in the UK was going to go live a day late. And it was the end of the world. It was a disaster. And in my head, I just thought, I this is ridiculous that we're getting so angry and spending so much energy 
for a campaign for a cereal brand that is going to go late one day by one day in a supermarket. And it was that moment of sitting in this basement office in mm. London on a gray day. It was a Tuesday. I'd commuted to work on the bus and I just thought, I want to be doing more with my time. You know, I'm not passionate about this. It was fine. And that was another thing that I had become really aware of was that everyone just said, fine. How's your day been? Fine. How's work? Fine. How's, you know, the job? Fine. And I thought, I don't want to settle for fine. I want to be doing something that lights me up, that aligns with my values, that is positively contributing to, you know, the world, whether it's with the people or the projects, et cetera. And that's really from that moment was when I started to think about what are the other options that I could pursue? You know, what do I love? What could I see myself doing that would also generate money for me to be able to live a lifestyle of freedom, which at that time, I didn't have much freedom. You know, I thought I did because I was earning an okay salary. I had 21 days of holiday per year, but actually looking back, it's not freedom at all. We're so restrict. I was so restricted to, to the uh, kind of rules and regulations of my employer and kind of fast forward a couple of months when I'd done research online, I did a lot of reaching out to people saying, I hope you don't mind me messaging me, but I'm interested in coaching. Do you have any time to answer a couple of questions? Um, I did a couple of courses and then basically long story short, that's when I decided to commit to training as a coach very much with the idea at that point that I would do it in three or five years time mm. once I'd earned more money. So once again, putting like a, uh, my my happiness on a conditional point in the future because I thought I'm too young I need to mm. stay working in my job for longer I need to wait until I'm earning x amount of money but the more I was training as a coach the more I was working with clients building up my confidence building up my practice the more I realized this is what I love doing this is what I've got so much energy for it aligns with all of my values and then about a year and a half later in the middle of the pandemic, despite having a mortgage to pay and there being a lot of fear in the air around, you know, instability in the job market, I decided to quit my job um, and go full time with my business. Um, I did work with some freelance clients, which was very much my choice. And I'm really proud of myself that I did decide to do that because it gave me that confidence that mm -hmm. I still had a little bit of um uh, kind of predictable, stable income coming, but it was on my terms. I was working with clients that I wanted to. I wasn't, it wasn't kind of, oh, you have to work between these hours. It was fully remote. It was under my decision and it allowed me the freedom and the time to build up my coaching business. And now I'm working full-time in my business. I've got more freedom than ever and I'm earning more than I ever was in my corporate job kind of two years ago. That is amazing. I'm just sitting and you know processing all the all the all the information that you told me, and you know what? It feels so relatable because mm. how many of us sitting in job that does not fulfill our dreams? Like it is yeah. okay. You get your paycheck, you get your holidays once in a while, and then you leave from weekend to until another weekend and waiting for a new holidays, right? Mm -hmm. And many of us think that is how you're supposed to live because mm -hmm. that is like what everyone else are doing, right? Yeah. 
And yeah. I can really relate to what you said that for a long time you didn't know what you would like to do mm. because how many of us didn't know? I didn't know. I mm. went to the university because at that time it was popular about marketing economy. It was kind of um, trend and that yeah. is what my parents thought that would exactly you know, help me to find my way and mm. it's not because i really showed interest and what i noticed in my life then some, suddenly somebody offered you a job and you're saying yes because you don't know what else is available yeah. and i really loved what you said that um you you took a chance mm. that you ask yourself and got aware about what mm. else is available right yeah and it's it, is it's, it, it? Yeah, it's so easy to think it's too late or yeah, it's exactly. too risky or what if it fails. But I think the way that I did it was actually a very safe way in the sense that I stayed working in my nine to five job and I committed to uh, the course, the diploma, the qualification alongside working in my nine to five. So I was very much coming at it from an angle of let me just be sensible. Yeah. But give it the time, you know, I made sacrifices. I had a call, two hour call every Sunday, every other Sunday doing the qualification. I had to get 30 hours of practice, did my Instagram, invested in my website, then paid for my own coach. And, you know, I took it seriously, but I didn't think, okay, I'm done, quit, let's make it work. So that's what I always, you know, say. It's like, it doesn't need to be a huge decision that's going to put you at risk. Yes. But if it's something that you really want to do and you're passionate about and you believe in yourself then you will create incredible success because you've got to back yourself first when you back yourself other people believe in you other people are inspired by you motivated by you and you will then see the results but it's it's taking that chance on yourself first and ignoring what other people say because what I found on my journey is that there are a lot of people that would give their opinion of that course, of course, place, but they've never been in that situation. They'd never run their own business. They'd never trained as a coach. They'd never, you know, they'd had limited information about sort of solopreneurs online making, you know, huge amounts of money per month. So it's being wary of who you're taking advice from and also staying focused on your own lane and what you yes. really want from your life, because that looks different to all of us. Of course, we all have different circumstances and yeah. you know, somebody has family uh, they need to provide, right? Others mm. have some other circumstances, so you don't need to compare uh, if somebody did it for one month. For yeah. others, it can take one year because we need this safe foundation. Mm. So we don't start act from the place of uh, scarcity and really needing, but more from the place of abundance is that you really welcoming everything what mm -hmm. you have in your life. Mm -hmm. So I love the way how you strategize uh, your transitional period and tell us what were the main problems or obstacles that you didn't sort, you didn't think that you would face, uh, you know, what were the main problems that you said, oh my God, it's harder than I thought. Uh, mm. But you found the way anyway. What what surprised you when you started to work on this uh, new career? Yeah, so I think um, there's definitely loads of things that uh, come up that you think, why wasn't I taught this at school? You know, more more practical things. Practical around, things, yeah. You know, money and uh, entrepreneurship. You know, what, a, what an amazing thing that would be to, to talk about that at school and give people that insight but 
I think for me, one of the biggest things, which has been such a blessing really, is the mindset work. Mm. You know, as a 18, 19 year old, uh, the idea of an entrepreneur was very different to what I am now. And I definitely wasn't aware at all about the mindset work that is required to achieve that level of success that we all kind of dream about. Um, and it really is that consistent practice and people say, I don't know what the exact saying is, but your journey on being an entrepreneur is like the biggest journey internally for yourself. It's Getting so to know you, your mindset, your strengths, your weaknesses. And actually we evolve so much as a person by becoming an entrepreneur. But I think for me, one of the biggest I guess blocks was seeing other people's success mm. and then me feeling deflated that I hadn't got there yet you know especially online where I've seen many many people as far as I'm aware I always think take it with a pinch of salt what you see online but people go from zero to six figures in six months or yes. having a six-figure launch you know off the second time that they run their program and then it's that oh why haven't I done that? Or exactly. will that ever happen to me? You know, they they they've only been running their business six months. I've yeah. been doing it for two and a half years. Why why haven't I not created that? So I think when you're on your own, if you don't have a team or you don't have a support team, partner, yeah, <laughs> it's it's being able to take that responsibility and do you know stay focused on your own lane and block out any that might distract you and commit to the mindset work on those days that you don't feel like doing it and that's been you know a, a block but also an, a now a real fantastic learning that's continues to help me on my journey today well that is so inspiring because what you said is so true that we compare us all the time and mm -hmm. now it's more than ever with all the social media available beautiful pictures that are telluroid in all colors right and scripts and then here you are sitting at home trying to build your business mm -hmm. no customers it's so easy to get uh, distracted mm -hmm. and uh, say to yourself that everything is already taken you know every customer has already found their coach yeah or yeah the service or whatever you know mm -hmm. and we we take this uh, uh comparison as a pretty tough i believe in mm -hmm. our new businesses and that is also what i advise to my customers my audience stop comparing because mm -hmm. we're in completely different position situation and it's not always true once again, mm. kind reminder to all of you what you yes. see on social yeah. media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, one of the things that I talk about a lot and more so recently in the last probably six months or so is the power of, you know, you as your USP. So regardless of what industry you're in, if you're a solopreneur with an online business, um, service-based business, you are what people are going to invest in. So comparing yourself to someone else is like comparing apples with oranges there's no point so because true. they're so different so and true. yes we might offer the same thing but we're going to be magnetized and attracted to different people based on their values their energy their stories their experiences so the more that we can sh you know share those which took me a long time to realize because I was looking at what other people were doing and of I was course. following a step-by-step -step formula of Strategies, what I did, yeah. you know and over the last year or so, I've spent a lot of time working on 
my mindset, my energy, creating a powerful personal brand that enables me to stand out because of who I am, not because of what someone has told me to do that might help me generate more sales. Mm. So once again, it's mindset because that comes down to confidence and being able to show up as who you are without the fear or worry about what other people might say. So true. It's it's golden. I hope all of you listening very careful and uh, writing it down because we forget about this very often mm. and getting distracted from all the noise that is outside mm. of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And tell us, do you remember the moment of your breakthrough when you thought, oh my God, I made it, you know, seems like there is a chance and there is a possibility for me out there. Do you remember this particular day or moment in your business when you could see that you made a progress and sales start come and customers starting to refer to you? Mm, good question. I love that. So one thing comes to mind straight away. Um, it was probably about February last year. I was living in Cape Town. So I moved to Cape Town for six months with my boyfriend, who's now my fiance. We got engaged in Cape Town. Um, and we were in, I was in Cape Town and I, be, I had been working with a coach at the time and we've been focusing a lot on energy. So I'm typically very masculine energy. I think it's my corporate hangover. I always yes. say a sort of structure, routine, processes. Go, 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 go. Yes. Committed, focused, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to really blend in more of the feminine energy and practice what I preach. You know, I talk a lot about lifestyle design and leading with lifestyle because when we feel good, that energy, that elevates our energy and that helps our business. So I had said yes to going round to a friend's house. Um, she had an amazing villa by the beach in Cape Town with the most gorgeous terrace in the sun. You could see the surfers and it was a Thursday afternoon and I thought, old me would have said no I can't I have to be working but I was trying to be really intentional and saying Do you know I can have a lifestyle of freedom whilst my business continues to grow so I said yes I had my phone and I had been speaking to a, a, a lady on Instagram DM who was interested in working with me and we'd had the discovery call that morning and she said she let me know by the afternoon So I was very relaxed. I was in the sun. I was sipping on like a nice cold lemonade. Oh. <laughs> and I got a message through saying, hey, Nicola, I'd love to go ahead. And it was for a six month one-to-one -one coaching. And I thought, this is the kind of thing that I read on Instagram and don't believe when people are like, I signed a client by yes. the pool. Um, Somebody else usually, but not us, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, and it just, it made me realize, I think in that moment of like, Actually, when we're out having fun, doing things we love, living in alignment with what we want and our definition of success, it only positively contributes to the momentum in our business. Had I stayed at home and said no to go into this friend's house, I probably would have been like re refreshing my emails and yeah. checking in on her, which would have given off like a, a bad energy, like a needy energy. But I just trusted that I could have both. And I think since then, that's what I've really tried to embody and help my clients with is creating a life that they're obsessed with whilst elevating the success of their business um, and being able to do two of those. And that's very much by structuring your business in a way that gives you that freedom so that it's not one or the other, but it's both of them at the same time. You know, it's working hard, but it's 
having fun as well and it's thinking about the strategy but also doing the energy work and it's saying yes to spontaneous plans whilst also committing to your clients you know it's it's both of those so it's a good balance between those two yeah and in the end of the day everyone dreaming about this life of freedom where we travel having fun right nobody wants to create one more nine to five job sitting in the office and uh, struggling as somebody did in full-time job right so Mm. what i also noticed that many of entrepreneurs are forgetting what kind of life they dream about Mm. and they Mm. start do the same in their entrepreneurship what they Mm -hmm. did in the corporate world Mm -hmm. and forgetting about having fun and that is when stagnation comes and it's both for business and actually life because there is no Mm -hmm. this energy of flow Mm. Why do you think this energetic and flow influence so much on the outcomes that we are getting in our business? Yeah, so it's definitely in my experience, you know, it's because, you know, you and I, for example, we are very people focused businesses. You know, we serve our clients. We have a close relationship with them. We show up for them. We show up for ourselves people want to invest in someone that they feel good energy from Mm. that they can see is you know living the life that they love that they can tell is passionate about what they do that they trust you know ultimately it stems from trust so if we're doing things that elevate our energy that make us feel good when we come on discovery calls when we show up on instagram lives when we record podcasts people can feel that high frequency, that good energy. And that's what people are attracted to. So it might not mean that you generate a sale straight away, but people want to be around good energy of inspiration, of motivation, of leadership, of confidence, you know? And when you're showing up as someone that's confident in their offers, in backing themselves and selling, that's what people invest in. So it really is so important. You know, I I remember the first probably year or so of my business, I would sit for hours at my desk, more hours than I used to work. And I ended up burning myself out because I thought the more hours in, the more successful I'll be. The more time I sit at my desk, the more chance I have of signing clients, which is just totally not true because I had no energy. I lost motivation. I felt disconnected because I burnt out. And then as soon as I, you know, it felt really hard. I'm not going to lie of, you know, going out for a coffee at 11 o'clock or buying myself a nice lunch. Cause I said, oh no, I can't, you know, as I started doing that, not only did I have more inspiring and interesting content to share about my life, but I felt good as well. And people noticed that the shift in my energy mm. and, and people commented and, it just goes to show that it's so much more than being able to help someone with a great strategy. It's the overall experience that you give that person when you're working with them. It's so true. And I can actually confirm to all our listeners that I can really feel your energy that it's coming from the screen. It's uh, it's vibrating and coming back to me. I can feel this magnetizing, you know, energy around you. you. So for all of you, who wants to attract more people around you, more sales, more customers, more flow in your business. So get your energy together, right? Mm-hmm. Show up for yourself and make something nice. And that is probably where everything starts. 
uh, from mm-hmm. ourselves, how we show up for ourselves and how we take care of ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And it can be little things, you know, yeah. like buying yourself a lovely coffee in the morning that costs three, four dollars. And like, you might think, oh, well, I can make a coffee at home. That's exactly what I used to think. But when your Farsi used to sing, yeah, <laughs> be it's honest. the joy, it's the interaction, it's yeah. the human connection. It's that feeling of like, I'm worthy of this. And that it has a ripple effect. You know, I say a lot, the ripple effect of joy and energy. So it doesn't need to be, you know, getting a super expensive massage. It can be little things that just bring you that element of joy and good energy on a daily basis. Oh, exactly. I love it. Because when we think about everyday small sparkles of joy, mm. that is what creates the fireworks, right? In the end of the week and our life, what we remember. So that is where it comes to small sparkles of joy that we can make by, uh, by ourselves, actually. We don't need to wait for somebody else to bring this happiness or joy to our life. Exactly. We can do it by ourselves. Exactly. And Nicola, tell us, here we are sitting and listening, getting inspiring from you. And maybe there are some women out there who would like to start their business, but maybe they are not ready yet or maybe they already started, but haven't got their breakthrough and doubting if it's worth it or not. Do you have any good advice where to start? What is the first focus to prioritize in this long journey? Yes. Well, there's loads of things I could say. Um, One thing that really helped me was reaching out to people who are further along in the journey than you are. Mm. So if you want to start, let's say, a coaching business and you think, okay, I'd like to help people with career coaching, for example, find people either on Instagram or on LinkedIn that are career coaches, maybe in the city or country that you live in, send them a message and just say, I'm starting out my, you know, this business. I would love to ask you three questions. Do you have five minutes? Make it easy for them to say yes and think of specific questions that you want to know. So that would be the first one. I did a lot of listening to podcasts, like specifically about how to become X or how to set up a business and all that. There's loads of resources online that, you know, do your research. Um, and I'd say for people that are wondering, you know, is it worth it? Should I very much have the mindset of I prefer to try and it not work and then I can go back to a job than me waiting two or three years and then wishing that I'd started sooner. And regret it, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. in the end of your life when you think, oh my God, I had this amazing idea. Yeah. I could try, I could make millions the same and she did from the Instagram and here I am still waiting for my retirement to enjoy the life that I dream about. So that is the worst, I believe, in my reality, you know, if we are not trying and then regretting that we had a chance to try and we didn't grab it. Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, if you're, if someone that's listening is in a job and they're worried about finances, you know, there's always an option to go part time or to go down to four days a week or three days a week rather than quit, you know, all in one go. Yes. So explore that option. You know, I think unless you have the conversation with your employer, you'll never know what the answer is. And in my experience from myself and with friends that I know, more often than not, they're going to try and make it work because you're still adding value to them. Um, and it gives you a bit more time to 
build up your business and confidence before going full time. It's so true. There are many options. It's not only black and white. Yes. You can always find areas of compromise for all parties and find a workable solution for everyone. So you don't need to be so critical and burn all the bridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in our journey well i love it i really love it i love what you advised about reaching out people who are already in the place where you would like to be mm. because then it will help you um, to strategize and find your way based on what somebody else uh, done but then mm. really listen to your inner voice and see if it works for you or not but be open-minded because sometimes we even don't think it's possible but when we start listening to other opinions or thoughts in the business of the people who already experience it can be very helpful yeah well i love it well i really enjoy our conversation and to be honest uh, energetic and uh, feeling good i do believe personally it's a great deal of everything what we do no matter what kind of business you are sales or trading or i don't know production everywhere you need your good vibes your good energy to come and bring to the people with whom you interact mm -mm. i say it's but like first and foremost it's the mindset and the energy work and then of course you need that strategy as well so yeah, it's absolutely. like you have to have both but i do genuinely think energy and mindset is definitely the priority and then it's looking at the strategy that directly linked to your goals and your definition of success and creating a strategy that's going to work combining all of those elements together yeah. well i love it and i'm getting so many times questions about customers because when we start entering a new business the first question what my customer and audience ask me where do i find these customers you know <laughs> it's like uh for them it's um uh, seems so unreachable who will buy from me? Who am I? Where shall I find them? From your experience, what would you recommend? Uh, where to start searching for your first customers? Or yeah. how you can generate? The, the golden question that everyone Thank wants you. to know. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I would say, start telling people in your friendship circle, your old colleagues, your neighbors, your friends about what it is that you're doing. And allow that those conversations to open up opportunities. And what I used to do, which I think a coach told me, which I always remember, is you can position it as, do you know someone who would be interested in getting support with their career, for example? Or do you know anyone who is looking to find uh, their partner who is struggling with love, who has no confidence, but is ready to find their you know, their, the love of their life yes. if you're a relationship coach. Because what you can do is when you're asking your friends or your people in your network, you're also planting the seed to them in case they might be actually looking for that kind of support. So it's less uh, salesy of, hi, Anna, um, do you need any help with your, conf like any confidence? Yeah, exactly. Hey, Anna, I've just, you know, recently set up my own business. I... I'm specializing in helping women to build their confidence so that they can accelerate in their career, earn more money and actually enjoy the work they're doing. Is there anyone that you know that might enjoy this sort of support? You see? And then- The good to Yeah. Have those conversations. Keep telling people about what you're doing. 
um, and go in with an open mind. I think don't go in with the idea of this might lead me to a sale. Go in with the intention of building the awareness, having conversations, and then from there, people can ask you more questions that then might allow you to share your offers or share your programs or your services. I love it. Thank you so much. This is such valuable advice, guys, because it is where you start uh, from referrers, from the contacts, and I'm sure everyone knows somebody who knows mm. somebody, and that is how you start. Exactly. Uh, your business, small steps, baby steps every day, and start networking every day. Yeah. Exactly. And Nicola, I'm a strong believer that our life and business depends on the habits that we are performing every single day. And I always tell to my audience, if you want to change your life or business, you need to change your habits, the way how you behave. Mm. Could you enlighten us about your habits that you think serve you very well uh, for your yes. business? Yes, and I love that because I totally agree. I'm a big fan of morning routines and rituals and practices that help. So for me at the moment, um, practices that I really enjoy that have become habits are uh, meditation or EFT tapping in the morning, um, followed by journaling. So this is all around like positive self-talk, um, removing limiting beliefs, um, reprogramming the mindset to feel more empowered and confident. So I do that first thing in the morning. Um, I also love things like, um, like visualizations. I don't do them every day, but sometimes if I'm feeling stressed or I've got a you know big pitch for a project coming up or I've got um, a webinar or a workshop, I might do a visualization that really helps me see myself creating success. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. There's, there's other more like, uh, sort of less spiritual. So like yoga, I think is just an amazing practice to calm the mind, calm the body, connect with the body. Um, and not that this is a habit, but, um, I do enjoy listening to affirmation tracks. Mm. Um, I suppose it is quite like a habit. Actually. I, I typically listen to it at least once a day. So if I walk to the gym, it's like a seven minute walk and I just play, affirmations in my mind or if I'm going to a drop on the on a drive or to the supermarket popping in those affirmations rather than listening to the radio which can so often be just mindless yes you know, and random bad negative. news bad yeah. news around yeah. you making your mind going crazy exactly so whether it's affirmations or even just po podcasts that inspire you that's still a really good habit to get into so Hopefully some of those will help. <laughs> I'm sure I love it because I'm also a strong believer of morning routines. That is all what sets me up for a good, successful day and gives me energy mm. and affirmation. It's a great way to start thinking positive and focus on the good things in our life. And we all have them despite the everything what might seems very bad for you right now but we all have something good in our life mm. starting from that we are alive today right so exactly. I'm, I'm grateful already for that <laughs> yeah gratitude is another really good yeah. uh, practice as well it's true well i really enjoyed our conversation and i'm sure we could go for hours <laughs> into all directions because so many things to discuss but i would like to finalize our discussion with the three final questions that i always ask my guests 
So, question number one. Are you ready? Sorry, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> Final three questions. You're most welcome just to answer very short answers. Um, so, no need to go deep. Sure. Yes. So, the best advice that you received uh, in your life? Maybe it was from yourself. Or from yes. Self. I would say go with your gut. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I really love it. One habit that you would like uh, to say goodbye? Oh, good one. Um, unintentional scrolling on Instagram. We are so, so guilty. Yeah, <laughs> mindless this... scrolling, not exactly. good. Exactly, in, in this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final question, number three. Your best habit that contributes the most in your life, that you think this is the one, the keeper? Um, I would say my consistency. Um, I'm definitely very committed and focused with what I'm doing. And regardless of if I'm feeling tired or demotivated every day, I show up for me, for my clients, for my business. And that's definitely a trait or a habit that, um, I'm yeah, holding on to for the rest of the year and in the future. <laughs> I love it because consistency, without consistency, we cannot make any progress in anything of our life. So that, that was golden. I, I, will, I will note it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the knowledge and wisdom that you shared with us today. Where can we find you? Um, what, what can we learn more from you and where and what to expect from you in the coming uh, months? Yes. So I'm probably most active on Instagram and LinkedIn. So my Instagram is Nicola Charlotte Coaching and my LinkedIn is Nicola Charlotte Hatfield. Um, I also have a podcast. Um, it's called Greater Freedom by Nicola Charlotte. And it's all about, yeah, creating more freedom in your life whilst you scale your business. Um, in terms of what's coming up. So I'm at the very early stages of creating my own group program which is very exciting so that hopefully will be coming out around March time um and in the meantime I've got you know one-to-one -one coaching offers both short-term and long-term um but yeah come and say hi on Instagram I love connecting with people I'm very open to answering questions um so anything that kind of has resonated or you want to find out more about following our conversation then please just head over to Instagram and send me a DM and I will be happy to answer thank you so much thank you all the juicy topics that we discussed today i'm sure everyone find very useful and so many things that we can all apply in our life and business thank you for coming to my podcast today and joining this beautiful conversation thank you everyone for listening for tuning in please help us to spread the message leave a review share this episode is just golden you don't want to miss it thank you nicola Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.